This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Pasuk and Parshas Bahar says as follows. Let's read it together and let's read it slowly. There's no mitzvah to go fast. Let's read it slow. Hashem spoke to Moshe and Harsinai saying, When you come to the land, to Eretz Yisrael, that I'm going, that I've already given to you, that I'm giving to you, the land shall rest. It's the Shabbos Lashem. For six years, you can plant. For six years, you can prune. And you can gather your tua as much as you want. However, on the seventh year, there'll be a full resting for the land. So what can you, so we know there's a Shabbos on the seventh year. What can you not do? What can you not do on the seventh year? You can't plant, you can't prune. The sixth years, you can plant, you can prune. There are three things that I mentioned that you should be doing during the sixth year. Plant, prune, and harvest. The Asaftas Tawasa. In response, or in contrast to that, during the seventh year, and that which grows from your harvest, you should not harvest. You're not allowed to harvest. And sivsor is just another way of saying harvest. That's the term for harvest when it comes to a, to a, to a vineyard. So there's no tzira or b'tzira during the seventh year. And in the seventh year, the fruits will be for you to eat them. During the seventh year, you're allowed to eat the fruits. Some say it is a mitzvah to eat the fruits during the seventh year. And for your behemoths and for your chayos that are in your land, they can also eat it. That's a big chiddush. After telling me that the animals can eat the land, well, we give, we give a heter to the animals, and if we didn't give the heter, the animals wouldn't eat it. So Rashi already says, you learn from here that the perus of Shemitah, a potter from Trumas and Mice, is just like an animal doesn't give Trumas and Mice, so to a person doesn't have to give Trumas and Mice when it comes to perus. That's what we discussed last week, exactly how that works between the Beis Yosef and the Mabit, where the hefker is something that happens when Automatically, or something that hefker that the person has to actually be mafker of his land, and if he's not, it's possible that it will actually not be considered hefker, and you won't be able to take from it. And certainly, if it's a land of a guy, so he's not—he doesn't have any mitzvah to be mef, to be hef, to be mafker of his land, so there, to be mafker the payra. So therefore, the fruits of a uh, of the non-Jews land would be uh, not hefker, would be chayav and shulmas Fine. So if you look at the psukim themselves, the implication is you can't plant, you can't prune. And you can't harvest, period, period. What does harvest mean? What does harvest even mean? What does plant mean? Plant means you can't take one seed, not even one seed, during Shemitah, and you can't put it in the ground during Shemitah. That's what plant means. Prune means you can't take your sickle or or whatever other uh, instrument that you use, and you can't cut one branch. One branch you can't cut. So 
the idea of low, low, um, low sixo should mean that you can't go and harvest at all. So, so if you can't harvest at all, so how, so how are we going to eat? Well, first of all, what are you going to eat anyway if you didn't plant? What do you mean? You plant, a, you plant an apple tree a hundred years ago. There's still apples that are growing. So I don't have to plant in order to be able to harvest. I can still harvest the apples without planting during the seventh year. So I should, I should not be able to harvest the apples. And yet we know that you can, you, you, I mean, people are allowed to go to the fields and harvest. So it, it, apparently, from what we know to be true, and from what the Psukim say, uh, there seems to be a, 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 a contradiction. You can't plant, you can't prune, and you can't harvest. The, the Pasuk is putting them on the same level, and yet Halacha Lamaisa, they're not on the same level. Halacha Lamaisa, you can harvest a little bit. You can harvest what you need for your three meals once a day. Or maybe that's a little bit too much. Once a week, go and harvest once a week. That you can do. But you can't plant at all, you can't prune at all, but you can harvest what you need for a week. So that's what we're going to discuss today. There is a, a topic called Otzer Be- a topic. There's a, there's a Mahaluch called the Hetemachira that we've been discussing the last five, six weeks. The, the issue of the Hatamachira was to take care of a, a challenge, a, a problem. There are hundreds, uh, if not thousands of farmers who, if they don't have some way of getting, um, of doing the work during the land and harvesting and even planting and pruning and, and, and cutting and taking care of the trees of the, of the, of the produce, then they're going to be in big trouble. They're not going to have a Parnassah. You know, it's funny. I just saw last night someone was quoting from Rosh Zaman Orbach that this author spoke to Rosh and Orbach and said, you know, the people who are against the Hatamachira uh, often will say, yeah, yeah, a hundred years ago you needed the Hatamachira. Because then the, the Yishuv was in uh, was in big sorrow if you didn't weren't able to continue to work the land during the seventh year. But nowadays, nowadays people don't you know you don't you don't need the you don't need the farms and the and, and, and the economy, the agricultural side of the economy to be running every single year. You could take off one year. So Roshamazam and left. And he said, yeah, yeah, that's if you're not a farmer. <laughs> if you're not a farmer, yeah, sure. It's not an emergency. Yeah, I'm, I'm in technology. I'm a doctor. Yeah, what do you, I have to, you need a head to Mechira? No, you don't need a head to Mechira. But I, who am a farmer, and we're coming from, and that's what I know how to do. But go into a different business. You're going to a different business. So sometimes I'm left, and he says, now it's more important. Now if you stop for a year, the economy died to you. So Roshama Zam in, in, in many ways supported, in many ways, everybody holds it still a Bidiyevet, but the Bidiyevet it still stands. Yeah, it still stands. It still, it stills in play. It's easy for everyone to say who are not in that in the agricultural uh, uh, side of the economy to say, "Yeah, you don't. It's not an emergency anymore." Yeah, for you, it's not an emergency, but for us, it's an emergency. So it still is definitely um, something that has to be considered. However, that being said, there's another mahalach called Otzer Bezdin, which I'm sure you heard of, which we're going to discuss today and try to explain in its full um, in, in its full detail. However, um, it's going to take some time. We have to go slow. We have to go slow. We're going to try to explain how it works, where it comes from, who brings it down, whether this is better than the Hatamachira, is this the choice method? Are there other methods besides the Otsebezin and the Hatamachira that we'll have to get to a different week? But what we discussed today is how does what is Otsebezin, how does it work, and what does it accomplish? That's what the goal is today. Yeah. The Easter is only for business purposes or even for personal use? Um plant? Which what what is there? Anything. Can't plant anything. No, during Shemitah. That's correct. You can't plant cucumbers in your backyard because you like cucumbers to put in your salad. You're not going to sell nothing. 100% Asya Sat Chalosizra, Karma Chalosizma. Yeah. No tomatoes for the year. 
I didn't say no tomatoes for the year. I said you can't plant tomatoes for the year. If, if Jordan has a has a t- tomato patch, is that what they call a tomato patch? Tomato garden. I have. A, a matter of fact, there are tomatoes. I, I have more tomatoes in general because so not only because not only can I go into my own backyard and take for the week, I can go into Jordan's backyard and take for the week because his land is Africa. Tomatoes. This I don't know. If there's tomatoes have to be planted every year, then there's no tomatoes. There's no tomatoes. That's correct. But there might still be tomatoes. There might still be tomatoes at the beginning of the year. Because the tomatoes at the beginning of the year probably have been planted and are growing from last year's planting. So then at the beginning of the year, I can, I can plant, I can pick those tomatoes. I can, well that's a question also because the Kedusha of Shvius, yeah, you can pick those tomatoes. They'll, they'll be growing. You're talking about at the end of the seventh year when no one has planted tomatoes during the seventh year, then there won't be tomatoes. Fine. Okay. Nishkeferlech. You can have salads without tomatoes, yeah? And is part of the question also, um, uh, is that what the Torah says, does that apply to fields that are made hefka? That's a very good question. That's a very good question. The answer is probably yes. But the question is whether everything applies to the fields that have been made hefker. The assumption is that all fields during Shemitah are hefker. Even if you didn't make it hefker, let's assume, like the Mabit, that that's a Pasuk in Parshish Mishpatim that we saw last week. Fields during the seventh year are hefker. So that means the halachas presumably apply to those fields that are hefker. But that's funny that you asked that because that's one of the approaches of how to understand Otsir Bezin according to the Rosh, which we're about to see. Does it only apply to, does it all, do these halachas apply to fields that are hefker, not hefker? Let's see. Let's see. The, 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 the Mishnah in Perechas Mishnah Vav in, uh, in Shviyas says as follows. Take a look inside in the second Maramakam. To Enim Shal Shviyas. Shviyas figs. What does Shviyas figs mean? I don't know. You have a fig tree, and the and the figs have blossomed, come to a point of chanata during the seventh year. So those figs have what we call kedusha shvius. Trees, trees, fruits are different than vegetables. Vegetables, the, typically speaking, the kedusha, the, the the determination whether a vegetable fits into vegetables that are shvius, that are yerakos shal shvius, it depends on when the vegetables were picked. So when do you pick a vegetable? Whenever you pick it. Whenever you pick the vegetable, if you pick it during the seventh year, it has Kedusha Shviyas. If you picked it in the sixth year, it does not have Kedusha Shviyas. If you picked it in the eighth year, it does not have Kedusha Shviyas. If you pick a vegetable during the seventh year, then it had, those vegetables have Kedusha Shviyas that have to be used and have to be uh, dealt with accordingly. Fruits don't work like that. Fruits depend upon when the fruit um, reached the state of Hanata, reached the state of, of what we call the blossom. So, Tainim Shal means that the blossom, the Hanata happened during the seventh year. So let's say you have a fig tree, and that fig tree, do you see the fruits on them? Those fruits are Tainim Shal So the, the Mishnah says, you can't deal with those payros the way you deal with them in, in your typical year. As a machlokas, the Rambam and the Rash, what that means. The Rosh learns, ain kotzen. Well, how would you, how would you describe the word kotzen? Cut. Ain't kotzen or something. When you cut them off, when you do the harvest, you can't harvest them with your standard fig cutter. What would you call a fig cutter? A fig cutter. Whatever you use to cut figs, the, 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 the standard um, implement, the standard 
kli that you would use, you can't use that during Shvius. The, the way that you do the harvest during Shvius has to be different in terms of the actual tzura of how you harvest. Usually you would use a special type of fig, you know, you go into Home Depot, you get your fig cutter. No, during Shvius you have to use a charva. What's a charva? A sword. You take out your samurai sword. That's not what you usually use, right? You go out to the fields and you start, you know, chopping away at the fig tree. In other words, during Shvius, the actual misa of harvest has to be different. The tsura has to be different. That's how the Rambam learns the Mishnah. I'm sorry, that's how the Rosh learns the Mishnah. The Rambam learns the Mishnah, no, no. The, the actual mice that you do to harvest does not have to be different during Shavias as it is during... You can harvest... You can use your standard fig cutter. So what does it mean? Something has to be different. So it means, no, after they've already been harvested and they're off the tree, so then the way that you process them has to be different. They would often dry figs. You've heard of dried figs. They would dry the figs. They would dry them in a certain area. And that area was called a muksa. You can't dry them in a muksa. That's what you do during the six years. So after they're cut... So then you have to process them in a, in a, in a different way during Shavias. But the cutting themselves can be exactly the same. So double, it's a way, it's a machlog, between the Ram and the Rosh, what the Mishnah means. Does the Mishnah mean, Tainim shel Shavias, ain't coats and osam b'muksa, you can't cut them with your standard cutter, but you have to use a sword. Is that what it means? Or no, no. You can cut them with your standard cutter. But when you dry them, and you process them after they've already been cut, you can't process them the normal way. You can't dry them in a muksa, which is your standard fig, Area that you would draw a special clay that you would put it in where it would be dry. Fine. That's very important to, to know that machlokas. <clears throat> so we see already, we see already that according, we see already that according to the Rash, there's the way that, the way that you harvest during Shemitah has to be different. The other thing that we know that Rashi already tells us in Parshas Bahar, not only the tsura, when I say the tsura, not only that the, the actual form, the way that you cut, the way that you harvest it has to be different, but the amount that you're allowed to harvest has to be different. The amount that you're allowed to harvest, how much are you allowed to harvest during the year, during the six years? As much as you want. You harvest, you harvest your entire field, acres and acres of land, all in one shot. You put them into a big truck. You get one of those big combo machines and you could, you know, you know, in two weeks you harvest the whole thing or in one day you harvest the whole thing and then you send it to the shuk. When it comes to the year of Shemitah, you cannot do that. You have to, you have to harvest, first of all, remember, the land is not even mine, it's Hefker. Every person's allowed to go into your field, including yourself, it's not really your field, it's Hefker. Everybody's allowed to go in and harvest what they need for a few days. I've seen three days, five days, let's just say you can harvest what you need for a week. For a week you can harvest more than that you can harvest. So what we see, according to the Rosh, the Shinoi that has to happen during Shemitah is twofold. One, the amount that you harvest is different than your typical than during the six years. And the way that you harvest is different than when you harvest in the, during the six years. Fine. Now that we know that, we find it very, very surprising that in until Seft and Shemitah, it's not in the Mishnah. It's not found in the Mishnah. Matter of fact, it's not found in the Mishnah and the Ramam doesn't bring it down. What I'm about to say is not found in the Mishnahis and the Ram doesn't bring it down. So whatever we say here, some of the Akhwanim say, it doesn't matter what you say. Because it's not in the Mishnah and the Ram doesn't bring it down, so it's not Lahalotha. So the whole the whole Indian of what we're about to talk about called Otsir Bezdin, many of the Bosom say, You think you're doing a you think you're doing better than the Hatha Mahira? If it was better, then how come the Ram doesn't bring it down? So then it, it, it's not Lahalotha. The Chazanish said, leave me alone. The Rosh brings it down, the Ramban brings it down, and I bring it down. 
and therefore it's lahalacha lamaisa, and it's better than the hetem mechira. And others say you're making this up. It's not brought down in the Ram. Rav Herzog said about the chazanish. He's making things. He's making up halacha. Sure, it's a tosefta. But now you're going to make that standard halacha. It was never, you know, it's true. Some we're to bring it down. But who's the who's the posik for Eretz Yisrael? We always say we assume it's the Rambam. The Rambam writes Ilkha Shemit Tavyovel. He writes yes. He has a sefer on Zroyim. So the Rambam he's wrote the he writes the halacha on sefer Zroyim. He never brings down this whole tosefta which we're about to talk about, which is called Otsa Bezin. Therefore, the whole Otsa Bezin is not even the halacha, so therefore it shouldn't be considered as an option during the seventh year to deal with the challenge of Shemitah for the farmers in the seventh year in Eretz Yisrael. That being said, because the Chazanish said that this is how the best way to go, and this is really what a lot of the Haredim in Eretz Yisrael, those who have been there, assume not like the Adam but like the Chazanish's Otsa Bezin. So let's learn about the Otsa Bezin. The Tosefta in Perachas says as follows. Barishona, originally, originally, this is the way in the Alta hand, this is how they did it. Hayu shluchei bezin chozrin al ayaros. The shluchim of bezin would stand by the, by the entrance of the cities. Right? The cities where people, the, the, the farmers would come in with their fruits into the city ready to do business. Right? They come with their drug ready to do business. There'd be guards at the, at the entrances of the cities. And they see the farmers come, you know, with a big truckload. So the, the, the shluche bezdin, bezdin had power at the time, they'd say, excuse me, open up what's, you know, let me see what's in your, in, in the back of your truck. You'd open it up, see three tons of, uh, you know, tons of, of, of figs. That's very nice. Give us all the figs. Here's a week's worth of figs for you. Thank you very much. And they would take the figs. Interesting. Then what they started, they said, you know what? What we're gonna do, we're gonna actually, why, why, why should they do all the cutting, the balabatim? We're gonna actually send shluchim and we're gonna do all the cutting. We'll cut, we're gonna cut everything for you. And then we'll give you a week's worth of food and we'll give, uh, we'll, and we'll spread it out, we'll spread the wealth, we'll spread the figs. Anybody who brought peros, anybody who brought food, anybody who brought produce, during the Shemitah year, they would take it from him, and they would give him enough for three meals. You can come back tomorrow for, for breakfast. You get three meals. So what would they do with the, what would they do with tons of food? They put it in a storage house. What was that storage house called? And the rest they put into a storage house, like Yosef Atzad. You know, he would, he would gather up all the fruit, put into an Otsar. Higiyas, maintain him. Now look what would happen. <clears throat> Let's say um, the, the time for cutting figs would, would, uh, would we, we, we reach that time. Shluchei Bezdin, Sochrin Polim. So the Shluchei Bezdin would actually hire workers, go out to the fields, cut the figs, bring them back and put them in the Yotzer Bezdin. Sochrin Polim, Ba'odrin Osam, Ba'odrin Osam, Dvela, Ba'odrin Osam, Lechavios, Machnisin Osam, Laotzer Shabir. And the same thing for Anovim, and the same thing for the different fruits. So, it's interesting. Do you hear what just happened? The Shluchai Bezin would send out their workers and they would harvest everything. How much would they harvest? Not for three meals. They'd harvest the entire acres and acres of farms and land. All the orchards they would, they would harvest and bring it back and then they would bring it back to the Oster and the Oster would distribute it to the people who needed fruit and needed vegetables and needed tomatoes for the, for the salad during, during, uh, during the seventh year. This is a very, very, very funny, funny Tosefta. Why is this very, very funny? Because the Torah says, you're not allowed to harvest. You're not allowed to harvest during the seventh year. You're allowed to harvest, and we explain, it's different than Zri and Zmira. Zri and Zmira, you can't do it all. Harvesting, we explain, you can do a little bit. You just can't do it so much. 
Why? Well, that's what, that's what, Chazal will explain why, but Chazal explain, that's what it means, low six or low six or doesn't mean you can't harvest at all, it just means you can't, you have to harvest differently, according to the Rosh, you have to cut it differently, you can't use your standard fig cutter, you have to use your cherub, you have to go out with your samurai, that's the first thing, and the second thing is you can't harvest so much, you can harvest what you need for a day, a few days a week, right? So the question is, so how do the Shluchei Bezdin, how, how do they have a right to go ahead and do it? Huh? It's your... As opposed to? As opposed to someone else. Oh. So what the doctor says is that, oh, so this is very, very nice. I can't kitsir cha, but someone else's I can. So can I go plant in someone else's field? Does Bezin go in and plant? No. Does Bezin go in and prune? No. They, they harvest. So the, the cha is good, but then you, I would want to apply it to everyone, right? But that's, that is the direction we're going to go in with the Chazanish, but not yet. So you have the question. The question is, how can Bezdin go and do what's not allowed? How can they do what's not allowed? Oh, so I have an, I have an answer. Bezdin's allowed to do Isurim. What? It doesn't make any sense. Lahefach. Bezdin's, Bezdin's, yeah, but, so, so everybody should go to the field and take a little bit. How can Bezdin, how does this even, how is it shy to allow Bezdin to go and do what the Torah says you're not allowed to do? So because of this, because of this, there are three basic approaches we can take to answer this question. The first answer is that they didn't do it. They didn't do it. You're misreading the Tosefta. You think that the Tosefta is talking about fruits of Shvius? That's not what happened. The Tosefta is talking about fruits, fruits of what year? Shishas. These are the fruits that grew during the sixth year. And it's true, it might be the seventh year, but they don't have Kedusha's parish fruits. Because remember what we said before? Those fruits that blossom in the sixth year do not have Kedusha's parish fruits. So those fruits, you can, you want, we can all harvest as much as we want. So it was on those fruits that they would go and harvest. They're stealing, they're stealing, it. Huh? They're stealing it. How can they do that? There was an Eitz Tova. They did. They did it because that that was the right. That's a good question. I don't know. That's a, yeah, that's a. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. That's what. That's what Shlomo Sirlio. He was actually what? Did they before the Shvius? Before the Shvius. Yeah, right. Buds before, and it's all on the tree. During the Shvius, yeah. Right. Okay, we're talking about Parashishis. Rav Shlomo Sirlio. He was. He was one of the. He has. A, he has a one. Uh, it's a good question. Let's see what he says. It's a very good question. He says it can't possibly be that we're talking about fruits that have Kedusha's Perashvius, because Bezdin can't do something that we're not allowed to do. Bezdin doesn't have a special pass. I was listening to someone talk about Ultra Bezdin, and we asked him, you know, what's the, you know, so how can Bezdin do it? Bezdin can do things that we can't do. Isurim that we're not allowed to do. That you can't, that, that doesn't make, Bezdin can't do anything that we can't do. It doesn't make sense. So, so he's so he lived in the, in, he, he, he was born in about 1485. He was, we were just talking yesterday about one of the other, um, Rabbanim who were thrown out of Spain, you know, during the Spanish Inquisition. So he also was from the Megurosheh Svard, Rav and he ends up living in Svas with, you know, with the big guns in Svas. Imagine being there with Rav Yosef Karo and the Arizal and Rav, and, uh, and Rav Shlomo Alkavetz in the, in the Ma'arak. No, Arak, um, who, who the, the Rav Moshe Kardivera, the, um, the Ramak, the Ramak, and then he ends up moving to Yerushalayim, becomes one of the Gedolei Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim Israelio. He writes a parish on Seder Zrayim in Yerushalmi. First full parish in Yerushalmi Zrayim. Yerushalayim Israelio. So he writes, beautiful, very important parish. He writes as follows. <clears throat> I apologize, and you know why I'm apologizing. 
I have to get it onto this page, and there's just, I know it's small. So we'll look down a little bit, <clears throat> take off the glasses. What? Well, I take off my glasses. Either reading glasses or graduated. Look at this Lashon. Look at this Lashon. The second line in Osfotanya. Gabi Otsur Bezin Higiazman Anovim. Shluche Bezin Sochvin Poalim Ubotsvinosum Begas Bedorkanosum. You know, Bezin could do all the things that we're not allowed to do. She says, Vib Pero Shvius Mukmasla. If we're talking about Pero Shvius. Are we really allowed to just harvest and then press them in a regular in a regular wine press? You can't. We can't do it. Bezin can't do it. Also, which is the end of the mission that we just mentioned, Parakas mission above. If you go down another few lines, if you're talking about Pero Shvius, you're not allowed to process fruits in the normal, natural way, that, the way you do it every six years. The six years. So how can Bezdin do this? It doesn't make any sense. Avala Emes, the bottom of the first column of number four. Avala Emes. Shapirish Osebrisa Kamosha Barashti Alamala, the Sefa, Bepero Shishisu, the Kamari. You know what we're talking? That whole brice of the Otsur Bezdin is talking about those fruits that don't have Kedusha's Perosh Shvius. So that's why they, that's what, that's what they did. That's what they did. So this is the seventh year, but they blossomed in the sixth the year. year. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Blossomed the sixth and right. So why they do this? It was good for the kids. It was right. Anitatova. This is what they did. I presumably, in that such a situation, they got permission from the, from the, from the, um, doesn't say they did it against them, but they got permission from the, from the farm owners. And they went in, took the fruits, and for, for parashishas, this is the best way to distribute the fruits. Why were they distributing the fruits anyway? It's parashishas. Parishes, you don't have to distribute the fruits. And why is this a better way than what comes every other year? Why, I'll tell you what. Are you suggesting that the yeah. normal market types that apply for years one through six are, is not, are not an efficient way and based on doing it is more efficient? No, no, no. The, 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 the logical reason is as follows. The logical, is logical, very logical reason. The logical reason with Yosef HaTzadik, that's the logical reason. You come in the seventh year. There's not a lot of fruit seventh year. Things haven't been planted. It's hefker. Things all sugar. I, I, I can't. I can't get my meal. There's too many anim over there. There's too many people at the trees. I can't get up there. I'm, not, I'm an old man. So how am I supposed to get it? Oser uh, Bezin says, you know, we think we weren't smart when, when the famine started. We have an Oser that we 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 got ready during the sixth year. So then we have problems during the seventh year. We can distribute the sixth year fruit. That's you know, that's what they did. Let's just read that inside. So I'm not making it up. The second line in the second column of four. As long as they had Shvius in the field, everybody was able to eat. But once the seven years of plenty are over. Once the seventh year fruit is it's gone, no one's planting. There's no tomatoes. So how, I can't have a salad without tomatoes. What's, what's a salad without little grape tomatoes on Shabbos? Chas v'shalom. So the, the so the Rav Shem is early, So he said mechikalu. So then when, when it was over and there was no longer any fruits and vegetables because the seventh year, uh, you know, in January everything's gone. So how you post how you balibatim postchin haotu shebebatim, and then postchin haotu shebeir shemalov osam bezin. So Bezin made this takano. Listen, we gotta, we gotta feed the people. You gotta feed the people during the seventh year. So they, they, they planned from the sixth year fruit so that when the seventh year comes and everything runs out, we'll have fruit from the sixth year. 
That's the reason why they did it, and that's the reason they didn't, and, and, it's, and it's actually an Eitzatoba. That's what they did. But, 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 but the Misa, the Misa, for the seventh year fruit, this doesn't accomplish anything, because, because Bezin can't do something that we're not allowed to do. For six year fruit, they're allowed to do all the types of harvesting. Why do they do it during the seventh year? Because you're not allowed to harvest fruit on that level during the seventh year. That's what the Puzzle says. Low six sort. You can harvest a little bit, but not a lot. So what does the mish, what does the Tosefta mean that says they send Paulim and they used to harvest a lot and put them in Otsros? Yeah, that's the six year fruit, which means that Otsar Bezdin doesn't exist. There is no such thing as Otsar Bezdin. We don't have to do Otsar Bezdin. It's an Etzatova. So now, what? Meaning, Otsar Bezdin doesn't exist in the sense of to take seven year, the year, Peril Shvi'a's fruit, and somehow allow Bezdin to go in and process it the way you process it any other year, that you can't do, because if an individual can't do it, then a Bezdin can't do it too. So what, what's the whole Tosef talking about? Peril Shvi'a's, which has no Kedush at all, that they can do whatever they want, yeah. 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 The people were the ones who were harvesting it. Right. Because they came in with the truckloads. Right, parashishas. So that's Parish, parashishas. Parashishas, yeah, yeah, parashishas, right. right. But if there's a bountiful year for Peroshvi, yeah. there's a lot, and Danim and the general part will come and take it, but they can't possibly harvest it all. It's going to be ruined. Torah says you can't harvest. Baal Tashchis. How can you not, how can you not plant... It's also about Tashkis. How can you not prune? You're not, not going to... You're right, but if Torah says, So you, 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 you can't do it. That's what the Torah says. What do you... I mean, what, I'm not, you know, what are you going to do? You can't use Baltashkis as a reason to say why the Hashem would give a halacha during Shemitah. You can't... Uh, but if you do that in order so that the Anim and everybody can go... Right, right, partake right. But if they fulfill all that and the purpose of Shri and the land of yeah. this power and right. Daniel get all their food, whatever, but there's an abundance. Okay. And you could say... So you didn't need the Otsar Besan for that what? year. So you didn't need the, the Otsar Besan that year? For that purpose. But the thing is, if, if you rather let all that other food rot and yeah. fall apart, you can take it and somehow other... Provided to the poor, who all people who couldn't possibly partake. That is what. That's exactly what they did. They took no, the seventh year fruit. The seventh year fruit that is in excess of what the general public would consume. I don't know. I'm not sure if that would happen too often. But if there was, so then, if you can't harvest, you can't harvest. I know. I understand. Yes, I'm saying. I'm not sure. It would be a nice thing to do. It would be nice to maybe there was no shvius at all. I mean, people are starving. You know, they, they have parnosis. So it's also about tashkas. How can you not work? You have to feed your family. It's a misfit to feed your family. The Torah says shvius. Somehow we have to work within the Torah's halacha. Yeah. I can't let this go entirely in here. I'm still a little troubled. Rav Shlomo. Rav Shlomo. Yeah. yeah. Is, is the authority for the Bistan does this, after Bistan, how can they take product from somebody and, and say, I mean, Parashishis. No, it was, it was, it was something that had been, um, either everybody agreed, or if they didn't agree, I mean, Balabatim said, you know what, we have to all chip in a little bit in order to be able to feed people during the seventh year, because we're all not going to have what to eat. I'm not even going to have what to eat, because it's in, tax. I'm not, it's a tax, or, it's like a Hefka Bezin Hefka, and they came and did a Balkarcha, because they said, listen, we're the Bezin, and we're saying, we have to be able to feed people the second half of the seventh year, and everybody's going to have to give a little bit, and that's it, it's and a tax. Like they said, look, this is product is available for everybody. It, that, what, what, Bezin said, what, what, that's it, Bezin, no, no, we don't, we, we want to do it our way. 
We do a better, we'll do a better job. I can't trust that you're going to do it, that you're going to, not going to be selfish, you're going to hope. I know Bezin will do it right. Yeah, it, it happens all the time. Hefka, Bezin, Hefka. Does Bezin sell it then? Oh, one second, right on the blah, blah. At this, remember, according to the Shlomo Sirlio, it's parashishis. Bezin can do it. There's no, there's no limitations on this fruit. This is fruit that's parashishis. They can sell it, they can do anything they want. They can sell it, they can do whatever they want. It's parashishis, nothing happens. It's parashishis. It's an eight to to solve the problem of what people are going to eat at the end of the seventh year. Let me, let me ask this. Yeah, yeah. We're probably going to get to this, but just make sure you, when, when I go back to Israel, I'm building in February, and I go to the bin that says Osebestin, what fruit am I buying? One second, one second, one second. One second, yeah. Are you going to be here next week? When are you going to Eretz Yisrael? I'm not, not for a while, but I'm not going to be here next time. Maybe I'll be out of town for the next couple of weeks. Well, then we should talk before you go to the bin. <laughs> <laughs> or listen to the shir. We're not, we have to, one second, remember. First we have to figure out what is Ozebez, and then we're going to figure out what does it accomplish? What does it do? What is it, what happens? First, what, how does it work? I want to, you know, just say Ozebez. How does it work? So far, we have no idea how it works, because if someone surely says it can't work, because Bezin can't go and harvest more than an individual can harvest, it doesn't make any sense. Well, no, I was... Yeah, I was saying, what, it doesn't say anything about compensation, so it just seems like it's probably more like... Compensation to who? To the, to the owners? Yeah, the, yeah, I don't, yeah, but it doesn't talk about that. Yeah, we give them, we give them a fruit, give enough food for three days. Shloshim, um, what's it? fruit lasts a year? What fruit fruit? When, what were they, what oats are? What were they, were they put in the oats are? I don't know, they would drive them. It says they would take the enough and put them in the gas, so they make wine. They take the frigs and you make it into dried figs, into dvela, yeah. People call this a Klotz Kashmir. Torah promises, six years, it keeps me three years worth of food. Right. So why is there a problem not enough food during the Shemitah year? It's a good question. The promise is get three years worth of food. It's a good question. Some say that it's only when Shemitah is being kept on a level in Torah that you have that promise. So nowadays, we already said there's no Yovel, there's no Shemitah, maybe there's no Shemitah at all. Maybe the whole thing's in Midas Chasidus, then maybe there's no Brach on that level. That would be, that's the... You ask the Klotz Kasha, I give a Klotz answer. You know, you know, that's the answer, you know, that's the answer that's given. It's a, it's a very powerful question. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's usually what we'll, what we'll assume. That's usually what we'll assume. So now, we don't like that answer. We don't like that approach. Why don't we like that approach? Because also Bezin today is being used on peroshvias, <laughs> not peroshishas. They go on, on the peros that are being blossomed and the vegetables that are being picked, or on perosh, well, vegetables is a separate issue because we have an issue of svichin, which I didn't even discuss. So I don't know if I'm talking about vegetables right now. But we talk about, um, um, we talk about the fruits. So you talk about fruits, so they're, they're harvesting all the shvias fruits. So that, we still back to the original question. How are they able to do it? We can't do it, how can they do it? So Baruch already mentioned, when it says that you can't cut normally, you can't harvest in a big way, you have to do things only, you know, small, small, mat, mat. Is that talking about fields that are hefker or only fields that are mishumer? Mishumer means a field that's being watched. Now, remember, if it's a field that's being watched, that means you're doing so- someone's doing something wrong. Because you're not allowed to guard your field during Shavias, because we already said that the Torah says that it's Hefker. So if you guard your field and the Torah says it's Hefker, what you're really doing is you're going against the Kavanah Satorah. The Torah says anybody can come and take and you're saying, not in my field. So you've, you've gone against what the Torah says you should be doing. Torah says make it Hefker, or the Torah says it is Hefker. You can't watch your field. That's an Isra Daraisa of being Mishamer one's field during Shavias. So the Rash has a position that says the whole halacha that you can't harvest in the normal, natural way, in the big way, and the natural way, is only by fields that are shamur. 
Only fields that are shuffled. Only fields that are watched. On those fields, you should, if someone's doing something wrong here, you can't harvest in the normal way, you can't harvest in the, in the, in the, in the natural way. But if it's a field that's made hefker, then every, everything goes. Not, not sot chalosizra that you can't do on a field that's half good. You can't plant and you can't prune. But in terms of harvest, the restrictions on the type of harvest and the level of harvest that you can do only applies in a field that's shamur, not a field that's half good. So now we also now we begin to see a little window into how Otsurbezim works. Someone's mafka their field, mafka the field, then you can harvest in a big way. But if that's true, that means who can harvest in a big way? Anybody. Anybody. I can harvest in a big way too, according to the Rosh. That's true. That's true. So, I can harvest in a big way. And also, Bezin, and Bezin can harvest in a big way. So, Bezin tells me that we can, we're going to harvest it. You'll harvest it. We'll harvest, we'll harvest it all together. And then we'll put it into the Oser Bezin. And then we'll, uh, we'll distribute it. But all that, well, that, what I just explained is how Bezin can do that if we can't do it. So, the answer is, we can, we can do it and they can do it. Look at the Rosh. In Os 5, on that Mishnah, very surprising Rash, most of the Rishonim disagree with this Rash, Harash Perachas Mishnah, Had the Snan ain't kotitz in Osam, when the Mishnah said you can't cut them in the normal way, the whole Mad Asrinan Hacha, anything that this Mishnah says, you're not allowed to do, and that can't process, you can't harvest the fruits of Shvius in the natural, normal way, Hainu Minamashumur, that's only if it's a field that's being guarded, that's being watched. Avaminahefker, but if the field is Hefker, Shari Ki it's permitted in the natural way. Sha'in Isr Tsira Elabit is my word. Sha'in Isak Sira Ella Bishamor, Avashal Hefker, Mutter Valitsar Valipsar Kadarah Kalashon. What is has he know that? Not only, that? not only does he know that, but the Mefarshim asks, what do you mean? I mean the whole Isr of the Torah is going on when you're doing something wrong? You know, the Gemara will often say, Birishi, ask you know, we're talking, the Torah's talking to Rishayim. For those of you who are not listening to what the Torah says you're supposed to do, yeah. don't, you, that you, don't, that you can't do this. I mean, it doesn't make sense. If I'm not listening to making it Hefker, so then I'm not going to listen to what you say here too. So the whole thing is very, very funny. Um, if you look at the Radbaz, the Radbaz asked that question on the, on the Rosh. First of all, what do you mean only on Hefker? Everything's Hefker during Shriyas. What do you mean? And not only that, but he, it's the crud. You need a passing to tell me. That you shouldn't process, you shouldn't harvest the way you typically harvest. To this person who was over in Avera and, and is not being Mafkiris field. So the whole thing is very, very funny. So that Rosh, to, to, to say the whole Otsir Bezdin that allows them to harvest everything, and then distribute, is relies on the Rosh, is, is on very shaky grounds. However, what you can do is as follows. What you can say is like the Ramban ala Torah. The Ramban says, which also is not uh, not great, but the Ramban says, where he says, there is an Isser of harvesting on Hefker also, but that Isser is only the Rabbanon. Still doesn't really fully answer the question, because that means the Torah is still talking to those who are being in violation of Shambur. But it's only Yisad Rabbanon. And Yisad Rabbanon, the, the Bezdin can say, listen, who made the Yisad Rabbanon? We did. We did. So we make the Yisad Rabbanon for you, not for us. No, not not for us individually, but as a Bezdin, that we can do. We can say, hey, Mom, Ruben, hey, Mom. It only, it's also a little bit shvach, but that's how Rav Herzog learns the whole Indian of Otzer Bezdin is rooted in the fact that, listen, Bezdin is also um, bound by the halachas of how you can harvest during Shavuos. So something that you can't do, we can't do. 
So then how can we do it? It must be that, well, but you can also do it. And that's why we can do it. Based on the Rash. She says, Rabbi Harash in Os 8, according to the Rash, the whole Tamiya, the whole question of Rav Shlomo Sirlio, how can Bezin do what an individual can't do? According to the Rash, the individual can do it. Because again, the whole issue of Bitsira, Kederich HaBotsim, harvesting in a massive way, in the natural, normal way that you would do it every year, that only applies to a field that's Shamor, to a field that's Hefkar, it doesn't apply to anyone, and therefore Bezin can harvest like that as well. Because what they're doing is they're doing with Hefker. The whole puzzle is only talking about what it's Shamur. But again, we said that that whole position is very, very shaky. We don't understand that the Torah is telling you that you can't harvest only in a field that's being treated in a way that it's not supposed to be treated. You have, you have a question. The Torah says you can't harvest Kederach HaBotsim like you do it every year. And the Rosh says, oh, that's only talking about when, you, when, you, when you're watching the field the way, the way you're not supposed to. That's what the Torah is telling me for the guy who's doing the Avera. Very, very funny. We usually assume Torah talks to people who keep the halacha, not Torah talks to people who don't keep the halacha. So how does Otsu Bezdin work? And again, we haven't dis- discussed what it accomplishes. But what, how, we just want to know one thing. Otsu Bezdin means that Bezdin will go in and harvest all the fruit and then distribute it. What does that accomplish? We'll explain. But how can they even do that? So first we said they don't do it. The Rishash says that's only parashishas. The second answer is, no, they can do it because we can also do it because talking about a field that's Hefker and the whole issue of harvesting is only on a field that's Shomer. But the third answer, which is the answer that's usually assumed, that's usually explained to, based on the Chazanish, how he explains Otzer Bezin, which is as follows. And it's similar to what, uh, what Mark was mentioning before. And that's as follows. That's as follows. The whole Isser of Zriya and Zmira during Shvias is an Isser Maisa, which means you can't plant and you can't prune. Why? Because the Torah says you can't plant and you can't prune. But why can't you? Because Hashem said, I don't, I don't have to give me, don't have to give me a reason. Why can't you harvest? Harvest, it's very different than Zriya and Zmira. Because you can harvest a little bit. You just can't harvest a lot. What does that come from? If harvesting is a problem, then you shouldn't be able to do it at all. It's just like Zria and Zmira. And if harvesting is a problem, right, if harvesting is not a problem, then you should be able to do a lot. Now, I'm only going to be Mechal Shabbos a little bit. You can write a sentence. You just can't. Can, what? Is it allowed or is it not allowed? What are you allowed up to three meals and you can't allow What's go- Is it allowed or is it not allowed? So the funny thing, is it, is it a sheer? It's like a sheer. You're allowed to write one letter, it's not ksiva. Two letters is ksiva. Is that what it is? So the Chazanish explains different places, different ways, but basically as follows. The reason why you can harvest a little bit, not a lot, is because the field is hefker and the field is not yours. So the isra of harvesting is not an isra maisa. It's not an act of harvesting that's a problem. Because if that was true, you couldn't harvest even one, even one, uh, even one apple. You know what it is? The harvesting you can't do if it, if it, if it, if it shows, if it, if it expresses the fact that I'm the bow over this land. Who goes in and harvests a land with trucks, with combos, with, you know, with, with, you know, with thousands and thousands of trees at a time? Who does that? The owner. The owner. Okay, so if I do a little bit, that doesn't show that I'm the owner. Because you know why? I'm not the owner, and therefore I'm only doing a little bit. You go, you take a little, if something's hefty, you go, you take it, you take your little, you take your, uh, you know, you take your apple, uh, you know, 
and you go to the apple orchard. They give you like a what do they call it? Little, little basket, not a bit. They give you like a little, um, yeah, like a little sack or something. They add the sack, and you take whatever you can take. You can take fifty apples, a hundred apples, five pounds, whatever it is. For you know, you go. Usually you never eat those apples, by the way, right? You bring them home, you think it's going to be the best thing in the world, you cut one, it doesn't happen. Somehow in the store they have better apples. But anyway, it's a fun Sunday afternoon when it's warm. So you take the apples, that's, that, you're not the bowl. You just, you just, I'm just going into the orchard and I, I pay a few dollars and I go. But the moment I start coming in with trucks and I start harvesting, you know, apple, in orchards and orchards of apples, that's, that expresses that I'm the bowl. Well, you're not the Baal on Shemitah. Bitsira, Zana did in the Maisa Bitsira. It's a din in any Bitsira that shows, that implies, that expresses that you are the Baal. So it's a din in What? It's a din in Shir. It's like a Shir. It's the Shir that, the moment you cross over the Shir that says, that this amount shows, you're not just, you're just not a stom guy who's, you know, you know, I'm a friend, you know, do you mind if I take a few of your apples from your backyard? Yeah, no problem. No, okay, fine. Then you see your friend, he, he cut down the whole tree and he's, and he's taking it onto his truck. Hey, wait a minute, I didn't say you can take the whole tree, so you can take a few apples. So the Torah says, you can take a few, you can take for three meals, that's normal. That you're gonna take for, you know, acres and acres and tons and tons of apples? That, you're not, you're not, don't fool me here. You're not just a regular guy. You must be the Bible. Oh, sh- don't tell anybody. That you can't do. But Sira, Sira, you can't do when it's big because it's Mara that you're the Bible. Oh, you know what happens now? So Otsir Bezdin comes along and says, listen, listen, listen. We're certainly not the Bible. Matter of fact, we're not the Bible. And by the way, what is the reason that you have to do? Because the field is supposed to be half good for the... the, the the field is meant to be half good. It's not yours. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. Everybody should be able to come in. You take a little bit. Everybody else can take a little bit. Also, why? Because the field is half good. You know what's a really good way of distributing? Instead of having everyone come to my backyard somewhere in Kfar Saba somewhere to get my apples. You know what's a more effective way of being mafka the field? Of showing that the land really does not belong to anybody? You know what's a really effective way? Not just to open up the, you know, to open up my gate and let people in. I'll tell you a really effective way. Let Bezin come in, let them harvest the field, take all the fruits and distribute it. Ein l'cha simen. That you're not the Bailam Gedolomizu. What Otsir Bezdin does, and Otsir Bezdin, in, in the best way possible, highlights the fact that you are not the Bailam. Now, the Shluchai Bezdin, we're also not the Bailam. We're not saying that we're the Bailam. We're just the Bezdin, really furthering the Kavanas HaTorah by taking your fruit away from you and distributing it. That's how it works. So we ask the question, how can Bezdin harvest what, a, what an individual can't harvest? When an individual harvests a lot, he's the Bailam. When Bezdin harvests a lot, he's not the Bailam, he's a Shluchai Israel. He's just, a distribu- he's just distributing the fruits so that everybody can have in a normal way. So that's the, so people don't have to run around all of our children. They can go to a regular store and buy from Otsar Bezdin. Oh, that's why it's a lot. So it comes out that according to Rav Shalom Yod, there's no such thing as Otsar Bezdin. It doesn't exist. And the round doesn't bring it down and the whole thing doesn't work. And during Shemitah, Bezdin can't harvest the same way you can't harvest. You can harvest. Bezdin wants to come in and harvest for three meals. Gesundheit, hey, you can do the same thing. But more than that, Bezdin can't do. And Rav, um, Rav Herzog says, no, that's that's not how it works. The reason why Bezin could do it, because you can also do it. How can you do it? You can harvest a lot, yes. Only on a field that's shamur you can't harvest a lot, but a field that's hefker, you're allowed to harvest a lot, and, and Bezin is being, um, and harvesting those fields that are hefker.
hefker. But the real answer of explaining Otsir Bezdin is that the way it works is the whole issue of Betsira is only one type of the harvest that shows that you're the Bailam. And if Bezdin does it, then they're not, they're not showing that they're the Bailam. Bezdin can't be the Bailam. Bezdin's not an individual. Bezdin's a, in a, 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 a shliach, an organization that's a shliach of Am Yisrael. And the truth is, the hefker belongs, it belongs to everyone. And that's what Bezdin is actually furthering that Kavmana. And that's why they can come in and harvest as much as they want. Now that they've done that, now that they've done that, so they take all the fruits, pero shvirs, they put it into their otsar, they distribute it to the stores. Now, what happens to the fruits? The fruits are shvir, they're pero shvirs. Not, it's not this, the land doesn't belong to the guy, the land belongs to the Jew. The Jew never sold it to a guy. So the Kedusha Pero Shvias never was removed. All we did is we said, this fruit which has Kedusha's Pero Shvias can be harvested in the normal way as long as it's being done by Bezin. But the fruit has Kedusha's Pero Shvias. Which means if you go into a store, means if you go into a store and you buy from the bin that says, Hetem Achira, then there's no Kedusha's Pero Shvias. You can eat half the apple, take the other half of the apple and throw it into the garbage. Why? Because there's nothing Kadosh about it. But if you buy from the bin that says Otsir Bezdin. So all, all what happened was, is how did he get into the store? Did he, I saw the trucks coming and the answer was, yeah, there was no Isra Betzira. Why? Because Bezdin did it. Bezdin did it? Yeah, Bezdin's allowed to do it because they're not the Bailam. And never, no one ever thought that they were the Bailam. They're just a Shliach of Am Yisrael. Matter of fact, they're actually furthering the cause of the Hefker. They're making Hefker even more available for everyone. So they put into the bin, but the Kedusha Parish is still there. So therefore you have to, you take the apple, you eat half the apple. What do you do with the other half of the apple? You can't throw it out. You have to wrap it in a little, in a, in a, in a, in a plastic. You have to keep it aside, let it rot a little bit, and then throw it out into a special garbage can. Called the Pashmita. Again, we haven't gotten into the details of what happens to Kedusha's Parish Now we're just dealing with the, the meta questions of how does Otsir Bezin work. So, but what we do know for sure is that when Otsir Bezin does happen, the Kedusha of the Peros still are there. That's for sure, and therefore you have to treat the Peros accordingly. That's the three ways of learning. The last way is the way that most, that we generally assume how to explain how Otsir Bezin works. Yes, Danny. That is a very good question. That is a very good question. So the answer is, matter of fact, if you look at your sheet, I, I brought down the Nusuch from Rebchaim Kanievsky that the Chazanish wrote for Otsar Bezdin. Take a look. It's also 11. You only have a few more minutes. That's a very, very good question. You see also 11? That 11th Maramakam? Naderech Hamuna? If you, if you don't mind, do me a favor. Look at Os 10 for a minute. Rav Herzog, after reading the Chazanish, we're going to take on and, and, and institute into Eretz Yisrael a new shita. It's so funny that someone is, is you know, the Kazanish was always, you know, the conservative one in, in many ways. You know, take, so it's funny that Herzog is saying, Rebbe, this is a sheet, this is a bezin to institute that as a sheet of Chadasha. We don't find it in the Rambam. It's not really true. The Rambam brings it down. Other Rishonim do bring it down, but the Rambam doesn't bring it down. It doesn't bring down the whole Indian of Otzer Bezdin. If, if Otzer Bezdin really was a, 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 prom, a possible way of dealing with Eretz, with, with, with Shemitah, Perosh Shemitah, don't you think the Raman would bring it down? So the truth is, Chaim Kanievsky writes, he didn't bring it down because it's Pashat. <laughs> <laughs> but he writes. That's what he writes. Raman doesn't bring it down because it's Pashat. Raman does say things about strength and obvious and whatever. Look at Oselev now for Chaim. Masha Rabbeinu Hishmita 
Shem de Sabar in Kan Chedesh al You don't have to do Otsar Bezdin. You don't have to. If you want to distribute the fruits of Eretz Yisrael, then you can. Makes a lot of sense. But Tzira, Ketzira only applies to an individual because that shows they're the Bailam. Once Bezdin gets involved, they're certainly not the Bailam. So for them, it's a lesson. And the Rabbah says, you know why the Ram doesn't bring it down? Not because it doesn't exist. Because there was no Bezdin in his day that was going to take care of such a thing. That's a very shtok. Again, the Ramam tells us about Beis Hamikdash too, and that's not around either. Very hard to say that there was no Bezdin there. And he says, and then what the Rav Shomu Sirlio said that the whole thing doesn't apply because the whole Din of Otsu only applies to Peroshishis. Kaya Peroshishis, Kvar Tama Bezebechazanish Semiralf. That's very, very dark. Also, the implication to Dosefta that it's uh, Peroshvis. And now that we have Otsu Bezdin, we have to figure out, so what does it accomplish? One thing we know, one thing we know, there's Kedushis Peroshvis on the fruits. If there's Kedushis Peroshvis on the fruits, then we have a little bit of a problem. You know what the problem is? The problem is that the Torah says, as we learned before, Vaisha Shabbos Aras Lachem Liachla. You have to eat the Peroshvis. You can go into a store and take an apple that would be stealing without paying. Take an apple and eat it. Truth is, why do I have to pay at all? I don't have to pay at all. It's hefker. They just took the hefker from the field and brought it to the store. I should go into the store, take an apple, make a bracha, and eat it. Fine. What do I do with the leftover? You have to eat it. You can't just, you can't throw it out. You can't destroy it. You can't do business with it either. So not only do you not, can, do, can you not, can you eat it and not throw it out? You're not allowed to pay for it. Why can't you pay for it? Because you can't do business with peroshvius. So how do you go in and pay? Who? The service. And that's, and that's what the chazanish says. You're not paying for the fruit, you're paying for the service. But what does that mean, by the way? It should be a third the amount of money. Often it's a third more. Somehow. Very, very strange. Very strange. The Chazim says it has to be cheaper. Let's read it. I know it's already 52 minutes. I apologize. You know, I looked at my, at my, at, at the, at the, um, Quarter two minutes ago, it said forty minutes. I said, "Oh, I have plenty of time." I think it said forty-eight minutes. That was <laughs> my eyes are. are no, I didn't take off my glasses. But who gets the money? Huh? That's a good look. Look at the Kazanish. Well, okay, we'll have to continue. I just want to read Hinig Maran. Maran, of course, by the Reb Chaim Kanievsky is is um, is uh, Kazanish. The Chazanish was his uncle, right? Hinig Maran, the Bali Esrogam or Shapiros Lasos Otzer you know that Rebbe, in the, in the, in the, in the safe of, of Rebbe's and Kanievsky, she writes that when she was just married to Reb Chaim, so there was Reb Chaim, and then Bnei Brak, on, very often the, the families from Bnei Brak would go to Yerushalayim because they had family in Yerushalayim. And she would always stay in Bnei Brak alone, and it would really, it would hurt her, but she said it was important because this way Reb Chaim can spend Friday, Shabbos, Sunday learning with the Chazonish and, the, and, the, and his father, the Kilis Yaakov. She was most Nefesh, and because of that, my husband is Reb Chaim Kanievsky. You have to read the very beautiful Sefer, Rebbe Kanievsky. Henigma Ran Labali Estrogam of Sharp Perosasos Otzer Bezdin. And this is the nusach that the Chazanish would write for the Bezdin, the, the deal that they have to make with the, um, with, with the, with the farm owners. First of all, Plani, 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 these three people, Nisratzelios Bezdin be in the Kaimos, the Bezdin shall perish, First of all, the Bezdin has to accept upon themselves to create an Otsu Bezdin for the Tzorach of the Tzibur. Again, how's it a Tzorach of the Tzibur? This way I can harvest all the, I can harvest all the fruit. This way the people from, from this town don't have to walk with their sacks. You know, they can go to the same old store that they always go to around the corner from their house. We'll harvest all the fruits. We'll bring, you're not, how can you do that? Because it's only a problem on the Bible. I'm not the Bible. 
And in fact, I'm furthering the concept of fast food because I'm making it available for everyone. I bring it to the stores and I, and I distribute it to the stores. So, I agree to, become, to be that Bezdin. Bez. Agashinasu Bezdin. Listen to this. Time out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who's going to harvest? Bezdin is, is in charge, but who's actually going to harvest the fields? Who are you going to hire to harvest the field? The same guy that owns it. I mean, so he knows the field. He has all the equipment. So let's t- it makes a lot of sense. The guy who owns the field doesn't own it this year. Who owns it this year? Bezin doesn't own it. It's Hefker. So Bezin says, listen, let's, 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 let's be smart here. Let's harvest everything. I'm not, I don't know anything about harvesting. What do I know? I, I'm a rabbi. You know about harvesting. I hire you, the farmer, to harvest the fruit for the cloud. You're not harvesting it for yourself, you're harvesting it for food. How, what are you called? You're Shliach of Bezdin. So the owner of the field during the six years is not the owner this year, but he becomes the Shliach of the Bezdin to harvest the fruit. But he's doing it as the Shliach of Bezdin. So that's what Ozbei says. Right, there we he comes with an agreement to the, to the, to the owner. He's going to be in charge of making sure that the field is harvested. But he's going to make sure that everything is done properly. Matter of fact, you have to be careful now because he might get lazy. He's going to say, listen, they're going to pay me, not for the fruits, but they're going to pay me for what? For labor. I can be lazy now. I'm getting paid anyway for the labor. So yes, you have Mershon and a contract. No, no, no. This is, it's not six years you care about not being lazy, you know what? Because every apple you don't sell, you lose money. But now you're paying me a flat salary because you're not paying me for the fruits. So now you have to promise, make sure nothing you're going to do, you're going to work as hard, that of you're going to work as hard as you did during the six years. Hanal knows, and not only that, but you know what? Where, where are we going to store the fruit? Well, the farmer has silos. Let's store it in his silos. I mean, we're going to do, it's almost, it's going to look like, Year five, it's going to look, but it's not at all year five. You're just serving the shliach of the peasant. Now, what does it accomplish for the fruit? How can you do business? So the answer is, not to say, oh, you're not, you're not paying for the fruit. You're paying for the tircha. Huh. Paying for the tircha. How can you pay more? That's a very good question. So we have to also get into further, next week I want to discuss a little bit more about the Bezdin and get into the very important Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.